welcome. Another week on Send Them Off, another guest. But before before I introduce the guest, there's one more person I got to introduce. My name is Sam, but there's another person I got to introduce. My ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. How are you doing? It's a, not a bad weekend for us, was it? No, I know. We've, we've done all right for all three of us, actually. But I was going to say, again, yeah. quicker with these these introductions. We are, innit? Cut to the chase, innit? Cut to the chase. But yeah, good weekend for uh, good weekend for football in general, I think, because of yeah. one particular game. But we're not going to talk about that. Well, we, we, we might. We probably will. We, we've got a massive Swansea fan joining us today. Sam? Yeah, we are. We are joined by local legend, uh, <laughs> magician, Swans fan. What what haven't you done, Mal? Oh, well, you know, I've got lots of kids. So I've got to do lots of stuff. I'm a Swansea <laughs> jack of all trades. Yeah. There we are. There we are. Mal Paul. Yes. Nice to be Mal with you, boys. Send him nice off. Pleasure to have you on. Thank you very Pleasure. much. Pleasure. Um, so, big Swans fan. Yeah. Um, it was funny. I was thinking about it because I was, I was listening to Call Rob Phillips after the game yesterday. And obviously, there are a lot of disappointed Cardiff fans. And they've got what a lot of these old guys on there going, I've been watching the Bluebirds for 50 years. I'm thinking, he must be ancient. And I thought to myself, <laughs> I've been watching the Swans for over 50, <laughs> 50 years. <laughs> you know, so I, I am an old bloke now. I remember the first game. It was against Northampton. Now, is it 1968 or 1969? Anyway, I was, uh, we got free tickets from our school, uh, Brunover Junior School. Free tickets. The whole team went down there, Northampton at the Liberty State. Uh, goodness me, at the Vetch Field. Uh, and it was a great game. Frank Large, their centre forward, bleached blonde hair. He, um, he, he scored a goal, I think, and then he hit the ball into the crowd, right, into the centre stand, hit a little boy in the, in the head, in the face, and he just ran off. Well, one of the Swansea supporters didn't like that, jumped off the, the, the stand onto the pitch, ran to Frank Large and punched him. Frank <laughs> Large punched him back and was sent off. And we won 3-2. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I thought to myself, this is it. I, I, I've been hooked ever since. I've been hooked Welcome ever since. to Swansea. Um, <laughs> we're going to kick off today the way we usually do. Uh, something old, something new, something borrowed and something blue. Right. So we'll start off with something old. So your favourite ever retired player. Always oh, Kurt, isn't it? Alan Curtis. Um, King Kurt. Because the thing is with Alan Curtis, I sort of know him, right? But he's still, to me, Alan Curtis. He's not like yeah. Alan. He's not like Al, you know, Kurt. <laughs> he's still Alan Curtis. So I, I'm, I'm very lucky to, to actually work on match day now. They've got me in as part of the hostility team, hospitality team. And um, so Alan does one of the lounges. And I go up and we do the, uh, like, the, the, we go through the team sheet as they come out. And he's just so funny. Um, and I've known him a long time, but he's still Alan Curtis because I remember him, you know, at, at the Vetch Field, that, those teams of the seventies. You know, it was him, Robbie James, Jeremy Charles. Uh, you know, it was it was pivotal in my in my lifetime. And he was just he was you know he dropped the shoulder off, he'd go, and then I've got to know him. But he's still yeah, Alan Curtis, so he's still my favourite. I mean, Leon Leon Britton's up there as well, of course, uh, but Alan Curtis is probably the one because of my because he was the, the footballer of my youth. I love that. We're in early with an even drop. Say. And I love it. Yeah. I was going to say, I knew for it. I knew for it. Get used to it, boys. Wait till I mention Elton John. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 please. No, 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 no. That was a question on my list for later. That oh, one, okay. We'll do that later then. Right. Um, I wanted to say, we were at Alan Tate, just quickly, me and Sam were at Alan Tate's testimonial, and right. Alan Curtis played at that game. Right. And oh. even at the age he was, he still had it. 
he's, he's dead. still hard dead. Yeah, no, he's, 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 and he's so funny. You know, he's really, really dry, is, is Alan. <laughs> uh, I, so yesterday at the game, Swansea played Cardiff, I'm not sure if you remembered. Um, and and <laughs> so I, uh, I did a little bit, we go through the team sheet, and then I show, so Alan, because I know the story. So any memories of being in a Swansea versus Cardiff derby? You know, because you did play for Cardiff, didn't you? And he said it was the only game he could remember that he was booed by both sets of fans. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, I, I keep on telling everybody since I was just taking the money off them. That's all I was doing. I was just taking the money oh, off them. Obviously, obviously. Yeah, tell everyone. Um, so we've had you something old, something new. new. Favorite current player? I like Flynn Downs. Ooh. I, really like, I like the look Downs. of Flynn sharp. Downs as well. Yeah, he is, isn't he? And he's he's got a bit of bite about him. He was amazing against Kiefer Moore because Kiefer Moore is like eight foot tall, isn't he? Mm. And he just looked like he was taking Flynn Downs out, Flynn Downs out for a, you know Duds of the Park with his boy or something. But uh, gosh, he's got a bit of guts about him, and he's a good player, you know. And the way he's interacting with Matt, Matty Grimes now, and that I I love that. Who else do I like? I mean, Ethan Led. Of course, um, yeah. He's a class player, isn't he? He's gonna. I mean, we're gonna lose him at the end of the season. He'll go right uh, to the top, I think. Yeah, let's just make the most of him while we've got him because he's he's fast. He's, you know, he flicks his little right leg in and out, doesn't he? Should have had a penalty yesterday, but you know, and he, again, got a bit of grit about him. They, what do they say in that team? You know, with um, those young Man United players coming through, he was the one that everybody said was the best of the crop. Yeah, and you and can you can see why. I, I met him actually on the first day he came down just before he signed because I look after one of the lounges and he was in there with his dad, and he's a really nice lad as well. I mean, he's about twelve, isn't he? <laughs> but he's, he's he's a really nice lad, but he's you know he's definitely he's going all the way to the top. And if we can hang on to his coattails this season and get there with him, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, 100%. follows us quite nicely to something borrowed. Your favorite ever loan signing. Favorite ever loan signing. Well, Ethan's up there at the moment. Let me think. Who, we, who have we borrowed? Have you got any suggestions? Who have we borrowed? That One that springs to mind. We've had Gilfy, of course. We've yeah. had Jonathan de Guzman. Yeah. We've had... Goodness me, where else have we had? Yeah. Freddie uh, Woodman. Sanchez, yeah. Yeah, Marco, Mark Gui last year. Or Gui. Or yeah. You know, because the first couple of games... And it's, it is hard, isn't it? Because, you know, they come with a big reputation. And the first couple of games, he was awful. I mean, actually, if you remember, he just couldn't pass I the remember, ball. yeah. You know, and then there was a bit of a break and he came back in and suddenly he grew into being, you know, the player that he's, he's now become. I'm not sure if he's going to get lost at Crystal Palace, but who else? I mean, Gilfie was fantastic. We borrowed him, did we? Do we have to give him back? Eventually. Initially, yeah, uh, we, eventually we got him, didn't we? But yeah, yeah. originally. Yeah. Um, did we borrow Leon Britton back or did we buy him from Sheffield? I can't it was remember. a bit of both, wasn't it? Both, like, we yeah. loaned him originally because it didn't he wear some like, got a favourite man myself. Man. He did wear thirty. No, that was after we re-signed him. Oh, I think he's got a favourite. I think he likes them all. I like them all. Yeah, <laughs> play for the Swans. If they yeah, play for the Swans, true. Right, as long as they play in black and white, they're your favourite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so something borrowed, something blue. Uh, your saddest football memory. Oh boy, um, it's got to be Louis. Um, Actually, you know, the playoff final last year, I, I went went to it. It was a long way to go. It was in the middle of COVID and everything. But actually, it wasn't my saddest memory because I just think we didn't turn up. You know, we didn't want it. We didn't really play. It was just that they were sad from that point of view. Saddest. No, then <laughs> was it when our dealers was carried off for Tottenham? That was a sad moment. Yeah. Do you know the story? Oh. Uh, go on, so tell the, it, Mal. Tell it, the Mal. Tommy Smith, right? Tommy Smith had signed with Ian Callahan for Tosh's team. And he wasn't very pleased about all these South American footballers coming in to play for British teams and taking taking uh, 
you know, play, places out of British footballers as Tommy Smith. Sorry. So Adi is a wonderful footballer. And uh, it, it was the it was a it was a League Cup game. We we're all on the North Bank, and you know everybody's very excited because it's Tottenham, and we're we're going up rather than we haven't been there before. So it's going up, and then so Adilis gets the ball. His first minute or so, Tommy Smith lines him up, and there as he as he tackles it, there's a crack. There's an actual crack, and everybody on the North Bank, as one man, just went. <gasps> That was sad because they carried him off. But it was just, it was one of those moments I'll never forget from the North Bank because it was just, it was was shocking, but it was like, well, that's Tommy Smith, isn't it? That's Tommy Smith. That's the kind of story that what football made for me was made for. Yeah, I was going to say exactly the same thing because you get to watch a player like Ardiles, Ozzy Ardiles. Yeah. uh, You know, back when he was playing for Tottenham and you were obviously excited to watch him and then obviously that happens and sort of spoils it and you've hung on to that. So. Yeah, yeah, and it was you know the thing is like obviously Tommy Smith he was he actually obviously he was a hard man but he was a really good footballer as well you know you don't play for Liverpool win all those you know medals and stuff but there was Ian Callahan who came down with him as well he's a little guy a real gentleman you know he's actually been given his World Cup medal now and he's come down to the Liberty a couple of times so, so I've got to have a chat with him and he's just like you know these are I, one of my favourite programs on TV at the moment is the Big Match Revisited. It's on ITV4. So if I've got five minutes, I've, I've got it on record now. But it's got all the games from like the 70s. You know, it's, and the pitches are awful. Um, but it's just like all these... And this great kit is... Uh, you know, so let me drop another name. Ian Walsh. Do you remember Ian Walsh played for the Swans? Uh, I saw him yesterday and he was... Uh, I said, oh, I was watching you on TV this week. He said, what do you mean? I said, I was watching the big match we visited. It was Crystal Palace versus... I think it was Manchester United. Terry Venables was his manager and he scored a couple of goals. And it was that great Crystal Palace kit, which was white with the stripes across, like diagonally. Um, and those, you know... I mean, it was past my bedtime, so if it was a match of the day was all right, then he was, was to watch Parkinson afterwards. But so obviously you'll have to ask your mum when you when you get home when I'm all about this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if it was like sports night with Coleman, because all the European games, they used to have the highlights on, which were like half past 10 after the news. So we used to go to bed. Me, My brother was a bit older than me, both football mad. We used to go to bed and then our parents used to wake us up in time to watch the highlights on sports night with Coleman. So these were games, you know, that, that stick in your mind, really. I love that because we always talk, don't we, Al, about how, like, when we were younger, match of the day on a Saturday night, or yeah. if I weren't going to stay up on a Saturday night, you go up Sunday, Sunday morning, morning yeah. Sunday morning, repeat the match of the day. But I always, I'll always remember because obviously, as a Swans fan, until we went up in about 2010, I can remember throughout primary school, like, watching match of the day in the night and having to wait up for the football league show, <laughs> like, to watch us. <laughs> it was on like, it's on like four o'clock in the morning when it was something like ridiculous. But, um, yeah, I can remember that. Like, I, I love how everyone's got their own memories of this, but um, we've gone fairly early already. Okay. But, Mal, what's your earliest football memory? Earliest football memory. Well, going to, going to the Vets was that was that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, football mad in school, and our school was a, was had a pretty good football team. So, um, you know, I remember going to see my brother playing for Brunavrid Junior School. Uh, so he was three years older than me, so he was 11, so I was eight. Or maybe seven or eight. So seeing them play on because you know the school schoolboy cup matches used to be played on the veg field, which was something to really aim for when you were in school in those days. Um, so I remember that, remember that going with my parents and all having the rosettes on supporting the team, and uh, we drew. Uh, but I, I mean, you know, like most people you're going to interview, I you know I used to play a bit, I used to play a bit boys before my knees went. So um, I was actually captain of the schoolboys. Swansea schoolboys could so have made it pro if it were for that but knee. Yeah. If you had me for that knee, well, I tell you what, I knew. <laughs> The moment when my footballing career actually ended, uh, there was a guy called Roy Bentley who managed the Swans, 
And uh, so I was, I was actually captain of the school boys. It was a great side. We had Jeremy Charles, uh, Russell Coughlin, uh, Steve Lovell. Uh, I was captain of this team. I don't know. I must, have known, I must have known somebody. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm having this game. My dad, he's gone now, but he never missed a match. He stood at the side of the pitch at the Vetch watching us play some team or other. And Roy Bentley comes out. He's looking at the game. He's got a little notebook. Uh, he's the manager of the Swans. And he's looking around. He said, oh, he said to this, my dad, he said, do you know who that, that plays? He said, that. He said, that player's uh, Malvin Pope. So apparently Roy Bentley, my dad told me, got his name up and got Malvin Pope. By the end of the week, he'd been sacked. (laughs) Now, I don't think it was anything to do with me, but, you know, and from that moment on, that was it. My career career was over. Oh, if only, Mal. If If only. only. (laughs) You could have been alongside Kurt. Well, that leads us on sort of in a roundabout way to our next question right. and that question is what is your biggest high as a football fan because you you were nearly a football player and that would have been quite a big high <laughs> but a as a football fan what uh, is your play, biggest high? the playoff final the playoff yeah. final where we where we got actually well for hard see that's a tricky one isn't it because the semi-final was yeah. um, was almost better the semi-final you know when prattley prattley's goal went from in the from the halfway, halfway line, line. yeah you know, you felt one, you know, because the Liberty Stadium wasn't, didn't feel like home for a long time because it was so posh compared with the veg. You know, you, it didn't smell of of pies and beer and weed, did it? Or cigarettes, you know? <laughs> and it's like, uh, it was so, it was so, but then that night, you, you know, it, it felt as if the whole of the stadium was, was actually shaking. It was mm. just so, so much, because we'd never done it. We hadn't done it before. Well, I suppose we had done all these years earlier, but it wasn't like that then. And to get to the final, and the, you know, such a final, having, you know, the first leg Taylor sent off, um, we could have could have won that game, but you know, to to win that game, uh, the way we did, but then the final itself, and uh, you know, we got to, you know, halftime. You think, well, this is unbelievable. You know, we, you know, we're on our way. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And then they come from back to back, you know, and we stopped singing, didn't we? You know, we, we couldn't couldn't sing or anything. And then to finally, you know, have the dream come true, uh, and to get to the the promised land. I mean, you know, it's been that that was an interesting journey to get there, and then being there was interesting. Um, you know, it's, it's not all it's cracked up to be, but when I think, you know, if you're going to come up, if you haven't got billions of pounds, if you're going to come up and stay up, you've got to have an an identity, as they call it now. But you've yeah. got to play a different way to to everybody else, and we did, you know. And I remember. The guy at Talk Sport said Swansea wouldn't get more than ten points in the season, and I just well, thought wasn't myself, the quote you'd see Elvis in the Liberty Stadium before you'd see Swansea. That's right, something like it. Yeah, yeah, because at the end of the season we all dressed Everybody up. Everybody turned Elvis. up as yeah, Elvis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know, obviously they hadn't seen us. They had no idea what was different about the team, and in many ways, I think that's what Russell Martin is doing now. Um, it's a different way. You've got to have a, you know, a mentality, a philosophy, as as Brendan <laughs> would say. But you've got to you've got to play differently because you can't compete numbers wise. You know, you can't go and buy Ronaldo. But even if you buy Ronaldo, it doesn't mean you're going to win every game, as as Manchester United proved, isn't it? You know, Brendan was very clever, and he still is with Leicester City, isn't he? So you can see that he's got a system, and people work in that system, and um, you stick to it. You know, and that that was the trouble. Once we once we started falling down, we just started playing like everybody else. And eventually he caught up with us. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. I agree. I'm excited though about Martin. I feel like the identity is coming back. But mm-hmm. uh, Al, do you want to take the next one? All oh, right, this we're skipping be... number three, yeah, and we. We are. I got a special question. Yeah, he's got a special question. We'll find out. We say it every week, don't we? Yeah. But in any case, what is on your football bucket list? Oh, for... um, 
Do you know what? I suppose I've done most of them, really. Um, that's, you know. that's a thing to say, you know. That's yeah. a thing to say. Well, you know, I, I mean, would I, you know, I'd like to see Wales in the World Cup final or the European Cup final. Uh, European, you know. Um, I, I've been to an FA Cup final. Um, Elton John got me tickets for the FA Cup final. Liverpool, Manchester United. He didn't take me because he thought he'd be too much hassle. So I went with somebody <laughs> from the record company. And uh, so I saw that. It was a great game. 3 2. Uh, Manchester United versus Liverpool. Great goal by Jimmy Case, like a volley on the turn. Um, you know, I've seen Swansea in the in the Premier League. I've seen Swansea win at Wembley to win the League Cup. Swansea um, in Europe. Yeah, Swansea in Europe as well. You know, when I mean, I remember being on a high street in a place called the Heist on High Street. On you know, on the night there's all these you know different different fans from all around the Europe are coming walking up this walking up High Street with their flares and everything. I mean, it was it, we, you know we took it for granted, didn't we? It was just too easy for a little bit of time. And um, but maybe if it does come back, then we'll enjoy it even more. Um, what's on the bucket list? Uh, well, you don't want to go to Barcelona anymore because they're rubbish, aren't they? Um, <laughs> want to come down the Liberty now? Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be nice to see them in the Europa League. Um, I've been very lucky, really, to, to, to do a lot of those things and to meet a lot of my heroes as well. You know, people, you know, a lot of my heroes growing up were people like Mel Charles and John Charles. So, you know, to get to meet those and spend a bit of time with them, that was fantastic. So, what's on the bucket list? Um, see, this one's win the FA Cup. I suppose that, well. that's probably a realistic, you know, it's it's slightly, you know, fantasistic, but it's a realistic sort of dream. And I don't think we're going to win the Premier League ever. Uh, but I think, you know, you can well, make a cup again. Leicester fans said that as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, you got to keep the faith. Yeah, yeah, that's not that. a, imagine that not knowing what to put on your bucket list because you've already done it all well, well. <laughs> I'm very old boys as your mums will tell you I'm very old I'm very old um, oh it's my special question it's a special question um, who or what is your football guilty pleasure oh boy well yesterday was pretty good isn't it <laughs> I'm not guilty about that at all. Oh, no, I don't know, right. <laughs> it's not an ounce of guilt. Um, let me see. Um, well, I, you know, I watch I watch a lot of old football, seventies football. Uh, so that's a is, is that a guilty pleasure? No, that's that's just a great memory, guilty pleasure. Um, who, you know, the funny thing is, you know, when <laughs> when so, there are certain teams you hate, aren't there? Do you know what I mean? Oh, you don't need yeah. to tell Sam. Honestly, yeah. you don't need to tell him. And it's ridiculous, really, because you know, like Thomas Frank now. Thomas Frank. There we are. There we go. You know. Yes, like, I, I Honestly, I leave now. Honestly, you too. <laughs> so he's, you can stay. He's he's interesting character, and you know he's the new Premier League darling, isn't he? Everybody loves Thomas Frank, and he's always oh, very Thomas Frank. Oh, we should have won, you know. But the way he treated you know, Alan Tate and all that in the first and Conor Roberts, yeah, Conor Roberts yeah, in the first set. Oh yeah, when he wouldn't give the ball back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and he's like, so. Um, Obviously, you know, Brentford are the new darlings and they're doing ever so well. I don't think they're going to go down, but I don't mind it when they don't win. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, you want Cardiff City to do to do, do well, don't we? Because they're all, we're all this together. <laughs> Boys, come on now. Uh, Yay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. what you've done there is answer Sam's follow-up question, which is... What would you put in room yeah. 101? Who or what think, would you put in football room 101? What you've just done there is answer that. Well, Thomas Frank, definitely. <laughs> um, I wouldn't put Cardiff because the thing is, if you don't have a rival, you know, if you remember what happened when Rangers went out of business, Celtic yeah. just won everything, didn't they? Yeah. And it was yeah. just like boring. 
He was like awful. You you need a rival. You know, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? That's it the is. thing. People uh, yesterday were sort of saying like, "Oh, Cardiff could get relegated," and I'm not gonna. As funny as I would be, right? Like the mm-hmm. banter for a full season with them in League One would be outstanding. Did I freeze then? You just yeah. froze a little bit, but that's fine. Yeah, if if Cardiff got relegated, the banter would be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But there'd be no derby. No, and I missed that in the Premier League. I did miss it. Like. You know, it was it was a special one. It was when it was the first one back in the championship. Yeah, yeah, and, and, I think, won it. and it's it's important. You know, it's important for Welsh football as well. I mean, you know, you don't <laughs> you don't want them to beat us, but you, you know, you, like Robin Colwell now. Uh, you know, he he's come through that side. Why on earth he's not playing? In, you know, why he went to Cardiff, not Swansea? We missed him for some reason. But you know, he looks a tidy tidy player, doesn't he? And if Wales are going to do well. Then you need all of our teams. I mean, I'd love Wrexham to get promoted. Um, you know, I'd, I'd like Newport to, to go up the league as well. So, you, you know, because I think we are more of a, I think we're more of a soccer nation than we are a rugby nation. It's just we, we like six games of rugby every year, or maybe seven or eight with the, you know, with the, the autumn internationals as well, and maybe if we're in a World Cup a bit more. But you know, there's so much passion about football because it's it's a worldwide stage, isn't it? You know, and the fact that Ryan, what's his name, Ryan Reynolds, and the, the other lad. Of Port Wrexham. I mean, it's it's bizarre, but it it does put Wales and Welsh football on a you know on a world map, doesn't it? And it's um it's important if we're going to get kids to play football. Well, one of our first episodes was on Wrexham on the team. Right. Was it our first one? No, our first one was on Big Picture. Oh, big we did, picture. done. I think we done Wrexham in February. Oh, well, it was it was towards you know towards yeah. the beginning, and we we did that. I think we might revisit it because, like you say, it is good for Welsh football and attraction and. All that yeah. kind of thing, and but they were yeah. good, you know. That Wrexham were, you know, were a good side. Avon Griffiths and Mickey Thomas uh, went up to see Wales against Austria in the European Championships. We beat them one nil. Played on the pitch for the schoolboys against uh, Wrexham, you know, when I was a kid. So, um, and in fact, the last game at the at the Vetch was against was the cup. Was it the? It was in the Welsh Cup against Wrexham. We won it, but they were better than us. I mean, we 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 nicked the cup off them. So, um, you, you know, it's funny how then one team does that and the other team does that. So yeah. it's, it is fine margins. So it'd be great to have them have them back and uh, in, the, in the Football League and, uh, you know, them having been, you know, the second team in Wales. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, done. That. well done. Well up for that. Next question, <laughs> before we carry on with that. What does the game mean to you? Oh, it's hard to say, isn't it? It's like, you know, when I was a kid, it was, I wanted to be a fo- professional footballer and I wanted to be a musician. Um, I'm oh, obsessed. Blood. I am obsessed. Uh, I, you know, I love the game. I I remember my, my last game of football. It was actually in a church league match. And I knew when one, I couldn't catch him to kick him. And two, I started swearing in a church match. And I hobbled, <laughs> I hobbled home. I thought that's good at the end. And I miss it. I just miss playing, you know, because we just played all the time, you know, I know jumpers for goalposts and all that, but that's all we did when we were kids because it wasn't Xboxes and television and all that, you know, you know, television only in the mornings and the nights in those days. If you're lucky. <laughs> um, we just used to play all day and I and I just miss it because it was so and then going to the going to the vetch field was was fantastic as a kid. You know, we used to go down. It was like the first experience of going out on my own, you know, with my mates. And, um, you know, I used to love the, the night matches when we were in the third and fourth division. And as you, I remember Toshak's first game, you know, he came on, it was Harry Griffiths just passed away. You know, they were, they were magical nights. And so football is, I'm obsessed by it. It is one of my great passions. 
the swans are my you know are my passion and it's, and it's re- ridiculous really because i've just got a new grandson and i, I was looking at him and I, I actually thought i'm going to give you a whole world of disappointment from now <laughs> on you know because you are going to be a swansea city fan yep and you've got it all ahead of you but it's the tr- <laughs> you know sometimes i sometimes i remember thinking i wish i didn't care I wish I didn't care because I wouldn't gone there on a Tuesday night and come home devastated if we lost against Scunthorpe or something. Uh, but know. then, you know, I've got two lads. Uh, they, they're both probably older than you now. And we used to, you know, we used to go to the, the vet field and we used to go in the East Stand. It was the family stand. They know we used to, we used to park by the, uh, by the law courts, by the, the Brangwen Hall. And we used to walk up together. And it was just, they, they're still massive. They, they met each other. They live in London now. So they met each other for the game yesterday to watch the game together. And it's part, it's a rite of passage in, in this country to do that with your kids. And, um, you know, the great thing, it's not like, I mean, American football is great, but it's all franchise based and the team can go anywhere. You know, you are, you know, I wouldn't want a Cardiff City fan to be a, Swan, a Cardiff City born person to, to follow the Swans. They should follow their own team mm. because it's tribal in, in that, uh, you yeah. know, that sort of sense. And um, I mean, I, I haven't got a, another team. You know, a lot of people like my, my, you know, my Premier League team is Manchester United or Liverpool. I'm just the Swans, you know. I'll watch match of the day, but it's just, you know the only team I actually care about is the Swans, and I wish I wish I didn't half the time, but I do. Oh, nail on the don't head, though. I wish I didn't care. You yeah. know when we lost the playoff final, yeah. I was done for the day. I was done for. Well, I, I went up as well, and trust me, I, I wish I hadn't bothered. Oh, I said, no, but there were. But you had to go. You had to go. You've got to go. You've got to go when you've got to go. Um, I have a feeling the next question. Um, my answer certainly changed after the game yesterday. Uh, what's been your favourite football moment of the last 12 months? Uh, Swansea versus Cardiff yesterday. Oh, I would have thought. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because I, um, Cooper was was great at what he did. Um, but that whole season, and actually I was talking to, Ang- I talked to Angel Wrangle yesterday. Oh, sorry. And he was saying, you know, how hard it was to play football without a crowd. You know, because you do, mm. you'd smash. You say you'd smash a forward, <laughs> and, and, and nobody be, would get behind. It'd be nothing. It'd yeah. be nothing. You know, and he's, it was like it didn't seem to matter. The games didn't seem to matter. Um, but you know, we, you know, every watched this once at home, didn't they, for that that whole season? And um, I, used to, I used to get so frustrated because there, there, there seemed to be more in the team than actually was being shown. I, it didn't seem to be as positive enough, um, mm. and. That was it. Was hard, even though we beat Cardiff, you know, we with under Cooper and that, you know, that great game when Jamal Lowe scored that amazing goal, you know, when he just outside his foot, and that was all great. But I don't know. The, for me, there was just something slightly missing. wasn't quite the same. Yeah, I didn't. Enjoy, I didn't enjoy it. I liked winning, but I, you know, we were winning the last minute with added goal and stuff like that. And so um, I, so I, I'm a big Russell Martin fan, and I have been right from the beginning. Uh, that whole possession-based football—that's what Roberto Martinez did. I, it's funny. I was—I was listening to somebody talking yesterday about. I won't drop a name, but it's, no, talking please, about when no, go on, go on, go on. I was talking to Martin Morgan yesterday, who's a yeah, massive yeah. Swans supporter, and he's put millions into the club, and he has just done a game with the Swansea.com stadium. And they were just saying that when Roberto was looking for a new centre forward, there were people like John Hartson, who would have been, you know, the obvious choice. Because he's like six foot, he's massive. He was playing for West Brom, and we could have bought him apparently. 
But Roberto Martinez says he's the wrong centre forward for, for what I want to do. We need we don't need a six foot because if we got a six foot centre forward, we'll just put it up to him and he'll head the ball back and we'll play the old way. He said I want a five foot three centre forward apparently because you can't in that case you can't play the ball up to him and just hope he's going to keep it up. You have got to play differently and you've got you know. So uh, I think we're playing a different style of football and I think it's a style of football that could, if we keep him long enough and we we don't lose too many players, it could take you to the next level and give you a chance of going up. Um, because, you know, we're not going to be like, you know, the club's coming down, I've got so much money, um, and we, we haven't. But it's, so it's going to be a style of football. And I think that's, uh, and the way he played it yesterday, you know, you've seen the last couple of games, we could have done that to a couple of teams, couldn't we? We just didn't get it's the It's been goals. coming for a while. It's yeah. been a battering coming for a while. I'm just very happy it came yesterday. Yeah, and they were the perfect side for us because yeah. they were just big, lumpy guys. I mean, I did the team sheet with Alan Curtis yesterday, and I, so I went through the Swansea side, and they went went through the Cardiff side, and said in goals they got a big bloke, in defence they got five big blokes, in front they got a couple of big blokes. You know, yeah. that's that's what it was, wasn't it? But you know, it's it, it's what he's instilled in them is not to panic, and to be able to pass the ball. I mean, I you know, there's a Cardiff player, there's a Cardiff player here, and there's a Swansea player here, and somebody here has got the ball, and they pass it in. It's like mm-hmm. it's completely nuts in old term footballs because you just if it, what if it's that. You, Bang it somewhere up there, wouldn't you? But they played to each other in such close quarters. And I think I think it fright not frightens people and makes them panic a little bit for the other team and think, well, this is this is you don't play football like that. And that's what we used to do with Roberto, and that's what we used to do with Brendan. And then we're doing it again now. The year the year first, the Swansea way is returning. Um I've got a question that I asked Sean and David last week. Um oh, I'm come a... on now, clang. Yeah, there we are. There's <laughs> one, there's one. Yeah, <laughs> I know the question as well because and I think one. you're going to watch. She's I'm not going out with you, honestly. She, 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 she's way out of your league. <laughs> I'm a nosy bugger, right? So, who is the most famous name in your phone book now? Well, he's not there anymore, actually, because he keeps on changing his number. Uh, I, uh, Elton John, I suppose. Elton uh, John, look at that. Uh, Bryden, Rob Bryden. Uh, Rob oh, Rob that's a good one. That's, yeah, a, that's a decent one. He's a good lad. Uh, he. Um, when he, I, I took over his job at Radio Wales, they sacked him and gave me the morning show on Radio Wales. And it's funny because <laughs> in broadcasting, as you'll find, boys, when you get sacked from this uh, from this podcast, somebody else will come in and take it over. Uh, it happened to me about 10 years later, and he wrote me a lovely letter, Rob did, and he said, um, you know, it's nothing to do with you, it's just the way it is. He said, it happened to me, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And he, and he was right. It was the best thing that ever happened to him. I had four kids and a mortgage. It was terrible for me. <laughs> but for him, it was fantastic. Uh, played at his wedding. Uh, he's you know he's a rocker. He's doing a tour at the moment with a band. I yeah, know, yeah, I saw. Disappointed, I, saw. I didn't get the call. But uh, who else <laughs> is in the Max Boyce? Oh, now then, Max Boyce. Now then, we do love Max Boyce. Let me have a little look. You carry on talking amongst yourself. What have we got? Uh, this, uh, this is why we get people on the podcast. Should we just start a new podcast? Should we just start a new podcast? Got like famous phone box or something? Famous phone box. I think that's what it is. Sold it. We'll scrap off. Send him off now. Right, I'll have a quick look. Uh, but it was interesting, you know. he said, you know, when we get sacked from this, but the question is, who's going to sack us? <laughs> who's sacking us? <laughs> who's that's sack? what I want to know. You who's sack me or I us? sack you. <laughs> that's how it'll go. Yeah, uh, yeah so um, obviously my, my contact with Elton John, as you as you might have alluded to, yeah. uh, is it's that I, I sent a tape to John Peel when I was 12. Uh, John Peel was a radio presenter on Radio 1. Late night show. I, I did a, a recording session of my own songs when I was thirteen, and Elton John signed me to his record label. 
So uh, he was my boss for about six years. And yes, um, yes. in fact, the last time I saw him was at the Liberty Stadium in 2008. So we, we don't keep in touch that often. Well, he's coming back down now. He's so coming make back. Sure, yeah, make yeah. sure you say hello to him. Wangle us a ticket, Mal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 but he was great, you know, so he, he was football mad. I was yeah, big Watford mad. fan, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I went to stay this house in a place called Virginia Water. It was, it was I mean, massive. You know, it was a Phantom 5 Rolls Royce of Ferrari and everything in a little drive. In fact, there's a picture on my blog of the other cars outside his house. And uh, he had a games room. So it had uh, pinball wizard machineries and all these different things and a jukebox. And he, his father, in uh, his stepfather, a guy called Durf, who's in the film, had made him a football stadium. And he'd had it because Watford and Swansea were neck and neck at that sort of stage and they're both in fourth division and so he's, he'd had a special Watford football club painted to beat your players and I beat him 3-2 <laughs> there we are well we, we were talking John to uh, we were mm. talking to Kev Johns and yeah. uh, Kev Johns was a big Sabutio player so when you're back on the Libino we'll take him a, have a challenge have a with him there we are there we <laughs> well, are actually, yeah he took me to um, I used to go training with Watford football club so mm. it, 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 I mean, the thing is, they were they were they were great, and I was like the record company mascot as well as making records with them. And they knew I was a massive fan of football. So you know, one day he, uh, I was staying at the house, and he, he said, "Come on, we're going out now." The day, and he had these two big towels for us each. So and they both had superstar written on them. And then we got they got in his Rolls Corniche, you know, with a soft top. And then we drove from Virginia Water to to Vicarage Road. And I trained with the first team. I mean, I was, I don't know, 15 years old, something like that. And uh, the only other people he personally did it was with Rod Stewart. He took Rod Stewart there to train a couple of times. <laughs> so he's like me and Rod man. Stewart. I mean, it was yeah, just, I mean, he wasn't there on the same day. club, was, that is. Yeah, and it was just fantastic. I mean, you know, it was bizarre. But the thing is, I it was a penalty competition. It's like one of these things that haunts me now. There's a penalty competition at the end. And I thought to myself, don't blast it, don't blast it, don't blast it. You know, just place it in the corner. And I sort of, I sort of changed my mind up. You never change your mind when you take no, a penalty. Change your mind. Never change your mind. Halfway through, I thought I'm going to blast it. I did, did neither, and it went straight into the goalkeeper's arms. And I thought, I've let Elton John down. Uh, <laughs> there we are. Well, that's, that's still a Don't story. go breaking his heart now. Come on. Oh, he's good. Sorry. And the thing is, sorry seems to be the hardest word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's still standing, so it doesn't matter. I'm all out. I'm all out. Whose question is this, Sam? You go. I don't know. Where are we? I think it's number eight, is it? No, we've done that one. Number nine. Who do you think is going to win the Premier League, Mal? Well, hmm. at least there's a couple of contenders this year, isn't it? So yeah. Man City look look good, but they haven't got a centre forward. Uh, Liverpool looked fantastic, but it was against Watford. Ma I think Man United are going to have to reorganise themselves. Chelsea, Chelsea look uh, a bit bit fresh. Um, I suppose maybe those three. I don't think Tottenham. You know, again, it's it's about a style of football, isn't it? They they don't really have a style of football, Tottenham at the moment. And I mean, you know, Leicester with Brendan Rodgers, they couldn't do it again, could they? So, um, Man City, Chelsea, or Man City, Chelsea, or Man City or Chelsea? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. There we are. So, Liverpool, or Liverpool, or Liverpool. Sorry, that's not very good. Top three. Top give us a top three. That's, that's yeah, fine. That's, that's fine. fine. Um, last question. Final question. Final question. Tonight. We've gone through all of all kinds of memories, all kinds of stories. Yeah. What is your favourite footballing memory? Football playing memory, football watching memory, football training with Watford memory, football whatever you want memory. 
I suppose it always goes back to when you're a kid. Um, be one of a couple, really. I love George Best. Manchester United winning this, the European Cup in 1968. Uh, Brazil in 1970. That uh, you know that golden golden game four one Brazil against Italy. Mm. I but I, I'd probably go back to the Vetch. So I go back to the Vetch and. I would go, it might actually be another derby, New Year's Day. And what year would it have been? 1-0 the Swans, or was it 2-1? So um, my favourite footballing memory is the Vetch. It's the Vetch. It's not a particular night or a game. It's just going to the Vetch. And it's for a couple of reasons, really, because it was I was a kid. Half the team on the pitch, you either went to school with or you'd played against, you know, because it was a very much a local team. Um, it was, you'd go there with your mates, it was a rite of passage. We were playing really well and it was exciting. And it was like, it was part of growing up. You know, that all those smells that I mentioned earlier on, you know, you, you get the smell of cigarettes. I'm, you know, I sort of missed that at football match, you know, because that was part of the, the whole thing about going to a match. You know, that. I'm, were you old enough to go to the Vetch? You, I you never know, went. No, I, 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 I never went. I was, a bit, late. I was yeah, a bit late. So, you know, you go to the North Bank. And you'd, you'd hang around with your mates and then you'd go, it was like a tunnel, a rise to the tunnel, sort of like to go into the half, it was like halfway between the bottom you know, the North Bank. And you'd go there for a night match and the lights would be on and the pitch would be green and brown. <laughs> and it was just, it was just magical. You know, it was, it was fantastic. And that with the smells and the games and everything, I suppose that's, that's my best memory of football, the Vetchfield. Wow. Beautifully summed up. Wonderful. Uh, Marl, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's a joy. And, uh, Talk really sports. enjoyed it. Dro- dropping Thanks. the names. I love that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I tell you. We've been on a it. journey today, Sam. Oh, we really have. And we, we really have. Um, Al, it's been a pleasure as well. As, as always. always. As, as always. always. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll, uh, we'll, you'll hear from us next week. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week, but we'll, uh, we we'll figure it out. We'll f- no, we never really know, but to be fair, we'll figure it out. But uh, thank you guys for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Send Him Off Podcast, Twitter at Send Him Off Pod, Spotify, YouTube, Send Him Off. Head to www.sendhimoffpodcast.com. You can read our blog and buy our merch. Our lovely merch. Um, uh, and uh, have a good week. Enjoy your football, and uh, we'll see you soon. Ta-da. Ta-da. Okay. Oh.